0: hi everybody welcome 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 to the show so today we're talking all about past lives how do you know you've even had one well i'm here to tell you you've probably had many 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 is very common to bring past life influences into today's life and the reason why we do that is because we're a continuation we're continuing our soul growth from one life to the next so hopefully hopefully we catch on and we get better we learn things we become more smart we're more loving more kind um you know and we just become a a better self we become a better part of ourself each incarnation Mm -hmm. yeah so i've talked about karma and reincarnation many times in the past but this one's a little bit different Because I'd like to give you different signs. And there's quite a few of them that I'm sure you'll recognize. Because there's no other rhyme or reason for it. Like, why do you have likes? And why do you have dislikes? And, you know, why can you sing? And why don't you like beats? And, you know, just weird things like that. Right? So that's what we're going to be discussing today. So welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you on. I am streaming live on Facebook. I am not, however watching the Facebook live stream. So if you'd like to chime in, you'd be more than welcome. Or maybe I will chime in. Who knows? You never know. More or less, I'm going to be watching the notes that I've written down. So I want to make sure that I cover everything in this hour, at least most things. And I will be doing a few on-air live mini, just mini guys, past life readings. Yep. Now, Because these are past life readings, I'd like you to think about an avenue or an area of your life that you just keep getting stuck on. This is where the investigation into past lives really can help you. Here we go. If you want to have receive a free mini past life reading, please log into the Zoom link that is on the show page, Notes, to get in the live show. You will be on air. Keep it clean. <laughs> I don't care if you keep it clean or not. I can edit it out. Anyways, so you will be live on air. And I look really look forward to helping you through some of what you are experiencing in this life You know those stumbling blocks that you just keep hitting? Yeah, that brick wall, right? So on with the show. This outline or list of questions that I have here that I thought of that will help open your mind to the possibility of past life experiences. Now, I think, you know, because you're watching this, you probably believe in past lives anyways. But these are probably what I thought of most of the common Questions that you could ask yourself, and hopefully it doesn't leave you in a place where you're more confused than you were before. I don't think it will, because I will go into maybe some personal experiences that can help give example. The first thing that probably everybody, well, most everybody, can relate to are dreams. Dreams of places, faraway lands, dreams of homes. That are very, very explicit, very detailed, right? Now, it doesn't have to be fancy schmancy homes. It can be huts. It can be a TV. It could be an igloo, for gosh sakes. But if there's much, much, much detail in these places, it can definitely be a past life memory. And because you are the spirit, in your dream state you are that spirit person remember we're, we're always that's our natural state honestly you're gonna go to where you felt the most comfortable the most loved you had the most joyous life or you had the most horrendous life because on a soul standpoint You're going to go where there's high emotion. That's what you remember, right? Now, granted, all memory can be garnered from the Akashic Records or past life review. However, it's those little things, those little nuances that that trigger memories, okay? So maybe something that's happening in this life triggers the memory from a past life, and then you dream about it in more detail. It's almost synchronistic, if you will. So your guides and your angels and your own spirit direct you to investigate these a little bit more clearly. I do have to say, if you're looking at dream interpretation for the sense of dream interpretation, the houses also can represent you and your spirit, you and your soul, the, the enormity of it, the grandeur of it, or the lack of it, or how you feel about your soul. Yes. The next thing that I wrote on my list are, are there places that you've always wanted to visit? Mine has always been Ireland. You know, you see the scene or the the picture where there's like a cliff and the the cliff is covered with grass and it drops like a hundred feet down into the ocean. I know I've been there before i know that and when i think of ireland that's what i think of so i'm drawn there am i irish nope not even this much that i know of i haven't done the dna test but maybe but does it matter no no it really does not but what is it that draws you to a location have you ever been somewhere thinking oh wait i've been here before i've experienced this before of course that would be a deja vu maybe but then who's to say that the deja vu moments are past life memories mm-hmm. so yeah so look at the places that you've always wanted to visit or the places that you've always been pulled to okay three are there periods of history in which you are most inclined to fit in with or do you have a kinship with or are you more interested in studying all right it's it's kind of funny because when i was in school i hated history (gasps) yeah I, i could care less now that i grow older oh yeah and i'll tell you what even from the most recent past life of mine which was in the 1940s i love that music I love the music from the 1940s. Absolutely, I do. Absolutely, I do. Fred Astaire, Frank Sinatra, Benny Goodman. You know, all these all these oldies. Love it. Love it. And people look at me I'm like, what the heck? Of course, I like music anyways. Yeah, so check out the activities um, that maybe have been in a past life, like, like World War II, of course. Um, quite possibly uh, civil wars, um, even events or times in history in other countries, right? So if you're uh, talking about the Ming Dynasty or, um, you know, the building of the Berlin Wall or whatever, you know, if you are prone to honing in on that period of history, it's probably because you were there, buddy. You were there yes now interestingly enough i do want to share something with you before i go into the readings back probably about 20 years ago i'd say i took a meditation class and one of the meditations was we had to do lights on eyes open you know so my intention in the meditation was to go into a past life and the future life well in the past life I got some pretty interesting information because what I got was I saw myself as a woman in the 1980s with three kids behind me. We were walking down a boardwalk, you know, like, like wooden slats. I didn't know where we were, but it was a really rough, you know, like there was no fancy schmancy stuff. And I knew without a doubt that my husband, John, was home plowing the fields. And I can imagine my husband now, actually, plowing the fields with his great big draft horses, right? Cracking this whip and and doing that kind of thing. And in this meditation, I went into the mercantile. Mm -hmm. I went into the mercantile and I picked up the Nebraska Gazette, 1869. So, of course, that many years ago, the genealogy online was completely free. Whoop, whoop. So, I, but I did find John Tucker. I knew our name was, last name was Tucker. So I knew John Tucker was in Nebraska between 1850 and 1900. I knew that, but I couldn't find his wife until I went from spelling Sally with an S A L L Y to Sally with an S A L L I E hmm john and sally tucker were residing in nebraska between 1850 and 1900 cool huh so you can check these things out wouldn't it be awesome i can go to the tucker family in in nebraska and say um yo this is me <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah they would think i'm a little nut job but whatever but how cool is that, right? So where would that information have come from? And do you know what? In that meditation, I remember those feelings. We were simply walking to town to get lemonade. Do we need the lemonade? Nope. Did I want to get out of the house and kind of run away? You betcha. And do you know what? I have felt that exact same way in this life when my kids were little. So you see how one can so tie into the other. Oh my gosh. So it gives you an idea as to who you are, how you operate, and maybe find out for future lives, what you can do to change that. Mm -hmm. Let me now go to, let me go to the participants. And I'm going to put you up on the webinar, so make sure your audio and video are on. Please go to Misty. Again, everybody, if you're in the attendee room, you do need... Hi! Hi! hi. Give me a second, sweetie. You okay. do need to raise your hand, either down below or up above. There's a little raise your hand button so that I'll know that you want a reading. Okay? So, how can I help you, Misty?
1: Um... So I've always felt like I have, I'm not sure what, I guess, what my, my mission is uh-huh. to try to solve from past lives versus this life. But I do feel like I, oh, there's a couple different dreams that I've always had that are me walking through this marketplace and it's always the exact same place.
0: Cool. And
1: I recognize it. And then when I wake up, I have no idea where that place is and Mm -hmm. then um i've always had an affinity towards um like around the turn of the century and um anything that has to do with the chicago world's fair
0: nice nice do you ever get an idea that maybe you had something to do with that gangster area era like at the turn of the century like to the 1920s i don't
1: i don't know if i had anything to do with gangster stuff (laughs)
0: well because what came to me was um intuitively i'm picking up like italian italian mobster type things but no i don't think that you were one of the gangsters i get the sense that you might have been involved in that now i know you said turn the century but i'm seeing honestly i'm seeing flapper era so the 20s does that make sense to you um yeah Okay. All right. Because one of the things, and it doesn't mean that you are a flapper. It simply tells me that that's what era you're in. Now, what's interesting too is because I got a sense that you were actually some kind of um, healer, so probably a nurse or something like that, right? So I don't know if you're into the natural healing or the traditional healing now, but I got a sense that you were doing something to help People, but I'm seeing hands-on and I do feel like it's a medical type thing all right so whether it's nursing or you're just helping a nurse or you're in a volunteering in a VA hospital something like that whatever but I'm seeing that for you right now what do you do now to help heal people
1: uh, um to heal people I don't know I'm an art teacher mm mm-hmm. <laughs> So well, if is that there
0: helps. isn't there art therapy.
1: Yeah. There is. Yeah, right? I do art at um, elementary school.
0: Okay. So healing doesn't have to come in the form of medicine as you are aware, all right? Can be that your art your art therapy whether you're teaching art therapy in uh professionally or you're teaching people to use art in a way where they can find peace and calm and not just use their creativity right right so it could be it probably is this is what you're here for is to help other people see the beauty but by allowing themselves to use their creative mind of course the beauty's in the eye of the beholder but it's still beautiful right so whether you're working on mental health physical health emotional health i really think that that's what you're here for so there's a greater purpose here i think right now your your job as an art teacher is simply a means to get you into a place where you will be when you're older Okay. I really do. Because I feel like you can tap into that knowledge that you have, that gift that you have and help other people. Okay. Nice. Very good. Thanks a lot for chiming in, sweetie. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So I'm going to put her back to attending. So yes, people, so again, if you want a free media reading, please raise your hand up above, down below. So what are some of the activities that you always liked to watch or participate in or that you really hated, right? I always, when I was a kid, well, well I still do, I like things that are creative, whether it's painting, drawing, crocheting, knit, I suck at knitting, forget that one, I will said knitting, um, but painting and crocheting, sewing, cooking, these have always been ways for me to express myself, so yeah, there could also be inclinations there or natural gifts there from past lives, just like you guys, just like you guys. Right, so the same thing holds true if you're lousy at creativity, but you're a super brain when it comes to business or medicine or marketing or whatever, you've obviously done it in a past life because you see, these are the things that really spark your interest, and aren't those the things it seems like you're just naturally good at? Yeah. So, discount the times where you think, oh, that is too much bother for me to look at. I will let somebody else do that. But your passion is still there. Your interest is still there, right? So, there is a difference, okay? Next, are there any areas of the country that you feel negative about? Again, whether it's the U.S. or any place in the world, is there any place that you feel really negative about? Now, I want you to keep politics out of that, which is difficult, I know, for some. I want you to keep um, possibly the weather out of it, but that's usually a good indicator there. Um, I also want you to take out something or anything that you've ever heard negative on the news. Because remember, you could have been in Germany in World War II, but been in the an aristocrat and aristocrat whatever for someone who's an elevated person and you had a beautiful life right so remember that beauty's in the eye of the beholder again that might not have anything to do with what's going on in this life so you need to separate yourself from that so don't be surprised if you have uh, a negativity or a draw to some place of course that you know what you've learned from your parents or society or the news or whatever might have something to do with that but remember that country was not always like that no okay there's good and there's bad and everything Okay, are there any particular people that you're drawn to or have an interest in, whether it's racially, religiously, socially, or so on? Are you drawn to those people or do you try to avoid them? hmm Again, just like the countries, you have to omit something that you've heard your parents say. I want you to look at your true feelings not because you know what this is just for you this is just for you so if deep down you love a a specific nationality but their country is horrible or um the the history says that these are terrible terrible people but in your gut you're saying no i i understand that i have an affinity for that or something unusual just draws me to it you've probably been that in a past life because you can commiserate you can understand the plight that they might be in now right so keep that in mind so let me go on let me take another attendee let me go to danielle hi danielle hi how can i help you sweetheart
2: i really don't know just wanted to see what maybe my past life was or is or anything like that all right
0: so one of the things i'm actually seeing oh gosh what the heck is that one of the things that I'm seeing is a man that's all bundled up in like pelts or like a, a, a skin jacket, like a, like a skin, you know, what I'm talking about like a deer skin jacket or something like that, but he's got these fuzzy boots on that are absolutely gorgeous. So good luck figuring that one out. I get a <laughs> sense, I get a sense. I don't feel like I'm in this country, to be honest with you. I do not but I do want to say I am way north, way north, almost like by the North Pole, like closer to the North Pole than we are here. Um, So I'm in some really cold, cold country and actually intuitively I just saw a moose. So you can be in Alaska, you can be in Russia, you can wherever, you know, I just, I see way, way north. Now, one of the things that I'm picking up about this, and this is, pardon me, the, the man isn't actually here. It's, it's my intuition projecting this, all right? So it, this is how I do a reading because I use my intuition in, in the projection from spirit. Now, one of the things that I'm picking up about that is your ability or the necessity for you to fight for what you want or for you to fight for what you need in this lifetime. The past life there has shown you that everything that is worthwhile, you're going to work for, right? It's not going to come to you with ease. But with some planning and preparation, you can survive just fine. Just fine. Because one of the things that I'm picking up, honestly, Danielle, is the fact that, you know, the hunter, and I'm seeing like a fish, like like big big fish maybe salmon or something like this I don't know big fish, and I'm seeing this moose. The thing is, I see you preserving all of this. I see you packing the fish in what looks like salt. It's got to be it's not snow it's salt. Um, so you're preserving this. So in other words, you're working hard for what you want, but you know what you've got to do to survive. How mm-hmm. familiar with what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what you got to do, and you'll do it, right, and of course, with the modern conveniences, it's not as difficult as it was, thank God, but you have what you need, and you know if you need something, you have to work to go get it, you just have, and it might be as simple as getting up off the couch, you know what I mean, so, and you know how to preserve what you have, right, so I love that. I really love that. So, wow, that's pretty cool. So it tells of your strength instead of weaknesses. It tells of your strength, your, your fortitude. And I love that. I love that. So God bless you, sweetie. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Bye, Danielle.
1: Bye.
0: All right, kids. Let me take, go right back into another, I'm going to promote Dawn to panelist. Hi, Dawn. Hi there. Nice to see you again. How are you?
2: I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing Good.
0: well. Good. Do you have a question for me or what, an aspect um, that you'd like to look at?
2: Well, uh, my daughter has moved away, and I'm dealing with that. And uh, I'm just curious what your feelings are about those.
0: Okay. One of the things, and it's kind of a funny thing. When you were in your late 40s to early, no, late 30s to early 40s, did you have a health scare? Yeah. Okay. Because honestly, what I'm picking up is one of your most recent past lives. I am looking around the turn of the century, late, late 1890s. To even up to 1920, 1930s. I don't think you lived past that age. Hmm. Okay. But this year, or the, this life, you have. And I do feel like, thank God, it's because of modern medicine. All right. Yeah. Your own fortitude. Because you learned what you needed to learn from that past life by passing that young. But now modern medicine has pulled you through that. So what happens is you don't ever have to go through that again, ever. Because you're over that, all right? So that's like a resolution of karma. That's cool. One of the things that I felt is I go a little bit, like I backtrack a little bit, like kind of like I pull myself back in time from that age. And I'm looking at like 19, I want to say 28, somewhere around there. Okay. Um, I get a sense I'm pulling back and I'm looking at what looks like. It looks like measles. Now, mind you. Again, I'm more interested in history now. History back then, eh, not so much. So if there was a major measles outbreak, I have no idea. To tell you the truth, I have no idea. So you're gonna have to do your own research. But I'm getting the sense of you being covered, just covered in this red rash. Okay. So, Im- so imagine that, or think of the different things. I feel like it's, I feel like it's measles. So, so I would check out to see if that jives. You know, if there was a major outbreak or something like that. I'm also picking up for you. How are you with baking?
2: Well, I like to bake. I just don't like the mess.
0: You don't like to what? The mess. Oh, the mess.
2: (laughs) If somebody would clean up my mess for me, I'd be
0: baking more. (coughs) Pardon me. You know what? I'm down in the basement and the dry air in here is just horrible. So pardon me for a second.
2: Okay. Part of me has always been drawn to like the 1950s for some reason i always liked the 50s music um, uh-huh. genre I don't, I don't know why
0: well okay so you were probably born close to the 50s when were you born 63. late 50s 60s mm-hmm. yeah 63 yeah okay so one of the things that i found through doing past life readings is and mind you, this isn't always the case, but I'd say probably 80 to 90% of the time, we usually have a 20 to 40 year jump in reincarnation. Now, keep in mind on the other side, that's nothing, that's like a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. But, but in our standpoint, usually between 20 and 40 years, 20 to 60 years, somewhere around there. Um, so the likelihood of you having been born in that time or passed in that time, It's not impossible. Of course, it's not impossible. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: However, what I have found is the only way that you could have done that is if you were just a overachiever. Let me put it that way. Because if you pass like in the late 20s, that means you'd probably jump in in the 30s. So you might have been 20 in the 50s. All right. So you keep on getting these young lives. All right. And to try to fix this, you keep jumping back in really quick. Well, it sounds to me like this life you did. So, and if that were the case, it is possible. It is possible. Yeah. It just speaks to those affinities that you have. Okay. Which is very cool. So very good. Very good. Thanks for chiming in, Dawn. Good to see you again. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, let me get back to my notes. So here's another thing. We talked about likes, dislikes, that kind of thing. What about your talents, your natural talents? You know, I'm not talking about bragging here. No, 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 no. It's something that you're just naturally good at. All right, again, there's those tendencies for specific things that we like. And of course, it doesn't even mean we have to like it to be good at it, but... The likelihood is good. Um, you know some of us are better singers, some of us are better at mathematics, some of us are better at history, you know just things like that. Some of us are better as the mechanical people and and then to many of us those things are so far out of our realm that oh my gosh no way. Well then obviously you've never been that in a past life. So What I also find funny is those tendencies that we have, like we don't like to admit them, prejudices, things like that. Well, you know what? We will be everything and do everything, everything in our soul's growth. And if you have a a hatred or a distaste or something that you're simply not good at, You will go into a future life and keep on trying to accomplish that. You'll probably become that race, or you will then be forced to look at something that you've never done before, which might make you uncomfortable, right? But it's for your soul growth. And remember, people, you're the one who chose this. Yep. You chose this because the purpose behind reincarnation is to perfect our soul. And the only way to do that is through living different incarnations. So there's ultimately going to be past lives. Ta-da! So what are your favorite foods? (gasps) I could live. I could live on pizza. Seriously, I could. I could live on pizza. And chocolate, of course. But not together. Well, maybe. Depends on what kind of pizza it is. (laughs) So what are your favorite foods, right? Again, as I mentioned, I love cooking. That's one of my creative outlets. And I love trying ethnic dishes. Oh, my God, I could also live on Mexican food. Yes, I could, yes. Like Chinese, but I could live on Mexican food. And pizza, Italian food, eh. Isn't that funny? I think that's funny. Italian food's okay for me. Yeah, yeah. But pizza? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what are your favorite foods? And what are your least favorite foods? What are your least favorite foods? Especially the least favorite. Now, here's a great clue. Your least favorites are probably something that you were forced to eat because you had nothing else during a time of famine or a time when um, that's all there was to afford all right, for instance, mine is beets and peas and liver. Ah. So being, remember, being that my husband was the farmer, I'm sure we had beets and peas. I don't know for a fact. I don't know what he was plowing in that field. But I'm sure we did. I don't know if I liked him then, but that might have been all we could afford. Okay, so there, there you go. So what do you hate to eat? Think about that. That stirs a little bit of a... Uh, thought process, doesn't it? Yep. Now, like one of the callers, have you ever had a chronic illness since birth? This would come in as a sole purpose. Come as a sole purpose. There's a lesson to be learned there, not only for you, but even and possibly more important to the people around you, your parents, your siblings. Yeah so there's also there's purpose behind difficult um health things um uh maybe deformities or missing limbs or congenital problems like you know heart problems lung problems whatever right so there's a purpose there's a sole purpose behind that so and in a past life reading can can get down to the nitty-gritty on that there's also chronic problems you know maybe something that's developed later on in our life sinuses uh, yeah, um, diabetes. Yeah, any kind of disease like that that comes about with age or environmental uh, stimulus. Yes, can also be uh, physically, emotionally, mentally, anything like that. Okay. Now, of course, they can. It can be genetic. Of course, it can. But um, why then did we choose? knowing that they were going to be uh, familial or genetic diseases. Why would we choose that? Because we choose our parents. Yes, so we had a choice. We had a choice. Some of you might think, what the hell was I thinking? Right? And I too, I understand that. So that gives you a little bit of a pause for, I guess, reflection on what it is your purpose could have been, Prior to this life, right? And if you think about the things that you really need to work on, that's probably it. Now, I want to, let me go back and take some more, take some more attendees. I'm going to promote Deb to panelist. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you?
2: I'm great. How are you?
0: Good. Good. How can I help you, Deb?
2: I don't know what I need today.
0: Oh, gosh. Okay. You guys are making me work. Okay. <laughs> so what is it? Let me let me ask you this then. What is it that you've always found was your proverbial brick wall?
2: Mm. I guess... Uh... Uh, oh, that's a tough one. Relationship probably with family member.
0: Okay. All right. So one of the things that happens with family members or even, uh, close people around you, whether it's a work situation or what have you, when we have sticking points, you can bet your bibby that it's from a past life or the situation was from a past life now granted maybe one time you were the parent and they were the sibling or one time you know you were the grandkid and maybe one time you were that coworker or the the associate that just you know because you will be everything right you're going to be every aspect of that situation so for instance let's say um, you're the relationship you're talking about is more of a husband-wife relationship So at one point, you're going to be the wife. Another life, you'll be the husband. Another life, you might be the child. Another life, you might be the parent. So in other words, if you think of a a ball, you're going to be all these different little spokes coming off of that, right? So you'll understand from a soul standpoint all the different nuances involved in the relationship. Now, in this lifetime, if you're still facing those relationship issues, It could very well be, and it probably is, that you've decided to come into this life or come into this family or this situation, obviously, to try to heal this, okay? But if they're not on board, they're not on board. All right? Could it also be that you're here in this lifetime to try to assist others or fix others or uh, make their life easier that type of thing all right but if they're not willing to participate or or come together 50 50 or even 60 40 70 30 it's like you're hitting your head against a brick wall so your purpose is there now all you can do in that kind of situation is stay your course keep doing what you're doing Keep doing what you absolutely know is right and is of the highest intent for everybody involved. All right? Now, so, and if you're not with someone right now, how do you find that someone? Stay the course. Stay the course. If they are, if that it person is to come into your life, they'll be put there and it'll seem randomly. I hope that answers your question. I know that it's not an easy answer where I could say, well, you know, you know, one of those things, it would be great, but it's not, unfortunately. Because in this type of situation, you're not the only one who's involved. Yeah. Whenever you're dealing with anyone for anything, you can only do or deal with and become all that you can, right? You cannot control someone else, unfortunately. Wouldn't that be nice? But you cannot. So God, honey, I, Deb, I wish you luck.
2: Thank you. God bless
0: you and hang in there, kiddo. Thank you. You're welcome, dear. So let's talk about deja vu. I have deja vu all the time. So there's a couple theories here with the deja vu. And the one that you're going to see is, um, It's an experience of recognizing a scene or a feeling. Um, Let's, you know, like the house, like have I seen the house before? Or it's something that's just kind of like oddly familiar, but you can't put your finger on. Right? Now, one of the theories is in the spiritual community, metaphysical community, whatever, is that we live multiple lives at the same time. And I've actually heard up to 12. Why someone picked 12 out of a hat, I have no idea. But that's one of the theories. So are you, through the act of deja vu, are you picking up something from a past life, which is absolutely possible? Are you, however, and if the theory is correct, are you then picking up, information from another life that you're simultaneously living yeah think about that one yeah exactly and believe me i've thought about it a lot because what i've what i've come to understand is we don't incarnate with our entire soul we still have to be connected to god and if that's the case that means that part of our soul is outside of our physical body right And if that's the case, wouldn't it be possible that another part of our soul is actually living a simultaneous life so that maybe we can get these soul lessons over with quicker? So yeah, we could be doing that, right? So then that begs to differ, there's something else that I've recognized is something where it feels like you're feeling the future because sometimes there might be a dawning that like, this isn't, no, I get a sense of doing this before, but I know I haven't done it before. I feel like it's coming. So are you intuiting information from your Akashic record? An Akashic record is like a storehouse or a great big library or encyclopedia it's an encyclopedia of your soul everything you've always done and everything you always be and do so there's different situations there It might require a little bit of um, introspection research possibly yep also you know we also we talked about dreams we talked about what about Have you ever had an out-of-body experience astral traveling now because we're talking about the soul astral traveling is very very common when you're sleeping oh my gosh you I think you're out of your body more than you're in your body because remember I said earlier out of your body in the world of spirit is your natural state you're there a heck of a lot more than you are in any physical body all right So think about that one. So that's a possibility as well. Um, What about coming out of a dream state and knowing a different language? That's happened as well. Or in the dream, you're talking a different language to someone. All instances of past lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my kidlets let me that's it for all the different possibilities let me take another caller or two and then we'll wrap this up i have jenny lee hi jenny lee hi hi you got a question for me
2: um nothing yeah nothing specific just kind of general
0: okay (laughs) i don't know all right One of the things that I'm seeing, are you a redhead? No. (laughs) Because one of the things I'm seeing looks like, oh my gosh, this has got to be, and you know, I do want to preface this with saying that the past life that comes up is the one that most influences today. Now, especially for women, a, a big part of our lives is all about serving others. And I saw this is this is actually kind of funny. I saw you as this redhead and your hair's like pulled up in this uh shingan I believe they were called. Gosh, back in the gosh, I want to say late late 1800s, maybe mid 1800 1850 to 1890 somewhere around there. I want to say earlier. Um one of the things that I did notice honestly I think you were a barmaid. Okay. <laughs> because I'm seeing you with what looks like. And I don't know if they had metal, I'm sure they did. But I'm seeing what looks like wooden mugs. All right, I'm, that's what it looks like. Um, one of the things that I'm picking up is. You did that, you were in that position. I think that you are a single mom. Mm. Right? I think that you are a single mom. Now, would any of that make sense today? No, not really. Okay, good. Good. Then like the previous caller, that karma is done. That karma is done. <clears throat> so you won't have to keep on reliving that. Now, so you might not have to be the the sole breadwinner. Um, taking care of kids if you will you you also may not have to work your fingers to the bone because one of the another aspect that I'm seeing from that past life of yours seems to be a like um like a I'm seeing you like on your hands and knees scrubbing wood floors <laughs> with with like bristle brushes like horse brushes it looks like hmm. yeah the big scrub brushes I'm seeing that as well Now, I'm also looking at you always yearning. I feel like, you know, you you did what you had to do, of course. But I get a sense that you're always yearning for something more, like like a different life, if you will. And that there is really a good indicator that you you had, at that point, had already had multiple lives. Mm -hmm. But you seem to keep on getting stuck in this You know, I I have to do this difficult work where, um, like, physically difficult, physically draining, taxing. And I don't know if I'm always appreciated for it. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: All right? And if that's the case now, then what you need to look at is that sense of self-respect, the self-judgment, I guess. The self-appreciation is the biggest. So, I leave that with you, sweetheart. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Thank you. Let me take one more. Let me go back to Michelle. Maybe she's figured out how to do her little thing. <gasps> there she is. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I'm glad you got it figured out. Hey, me. So, how can I help you, sweetie?
1: Well, I was, when you were talking about different foods and stuff, I love the smell of vegetables cooking. I love the smell of um, seafood cooking. Mm-hmm. I can't eat it for anything.
0: Isn't that funny?
1: Yeah, it drives me crazy. My husband laughs at me. He's like, what do you mean it smells good? You can't stand it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I think that's great. But that's really confusing, isn't it? Because I've heard of people like loving the smell of coffee but hating the taste.
1: That's me. Oh, I do that- not drink but I love the smell
0: of it. Isn't that funny? Okay, so my thinking, honestly, is that probably in a past life, there was some kind of olfactory difficulty, a physical physical difficulty, all right? Okay. So in other words, it's quite possible that you either had were made to eat the same thing day in, day out. Again, like my beets and, and peas thing, Yeah. Um, but it's quite possible you were made to eat the same thing day in, day out. And right now you just can't you just can't stomach it. You just can't do it. All right. Also is the possibility that when you um, in, in a past life were unable to smell at some point or unable to taste. So there might have been some kind of isn't that a brain thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been a physical thing, but I think it's also a brain thing. Now, one of the things too is and this just popped up in my awareness, it's quite possible that you were involved in like big, big batch cooking in a past life, like maybe cooking for a hospital or cooking for troops or whatever, right? But you knew that the food was not edible. Like maybe there was maggots in it or you know, things like that, you know, that you would see in way back, you know, past lives. So it's very probable because there's such that affinity for it. So it smells good, but you know, what's in there. Okay. You know, that's my guess. So (laughs) even when you cook it, it's like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be, it wouldn't be a trust issue. You know, it wouldn't be um, the distrust of someone else cooking a meal. It's, your own exactly. self, you know, having that, um, you know, like, you know, that the, the fruit and vegetables are rotten or worm ridden or whatever, right. you know, it's just, yeah, you know, not a good thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And then there's also the possibility of poisoning. Oh. So there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different options there. So honestly, you know, those are, those are some, some prominent ones. Yeah. But to get, down to the nitty gritty think about what your tendencies are and what you have um negative uh emotion about now all right like what which one of those instances like pulls the trigger Okay. yeah Yeah. so thanks for figuring this out and getting back on with me i appreciate it thanks take care sweetheart thanks you too thank you so everybody You can reach me at lisabousson.com. That's spelled Lisa, B-O-U-S-S-O-N.com. You can reach me on Facebook, of course. If you're listening to this on podcast, the email or the web address is facebook.com forward slash lisabousson. You can find me in the webinars and classes and freebies on Facebook and YouTube. My YouTube page is youtube.com forward slash Lisa Busan. Also, you can also find me on iTunes now. Yes, because the webinar show is now up and running. So listen to me while you're in the car. Yes, 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 on podcast. Isn't that cool? As always, my little chicklets. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you so much for tuning in and watching or listening. And until next week may you seek the divine, be the divine, and you'll reap the divine. God bless.